0: Welcome to D.T. Madness Chronicles from the Third Life, Episode 83, February 23rd, 2024. This is a special Friday night edition. Six moons since my pa passed on to the great beyond. So welcome so glad you could make it. Well first we'll start with a a little peek inside the madness but uh, there's only two there's only two faculty bathrooms at the high school and one of them Down on my end of the building is for both men and women. The ones up at the upper end, there's a men's and a women's kind of separated. So, um, you got to pick your spots for sure. This new one is, or or the one down at the bottom has some new, a new fan, I guess, over the past several months, and it is very powerful. And it's pretty great because uh, when you when you flip the the switch for the fan, the exhaust fan to come on in that uh, bathroom, it creates enough suction to to close the door. And it's just one of those things that makes me really really glad that uh, I will never I will never pull the door all the way closed, but I allow the the fan suction to make it happen. And that's a little, a little joy of my life, in the high school bathroom. And then going out as I leave the teacher workroom down there, uh, uh, there's a sign that says we're supposed to keep it locked. But it always bothers me when it's locked, and so I don't lock it. But then when I'm when I'm leaving, I try to pull the door closed. You ever seen curling? You know what curling is in the Winter Olympics like. You got to you got to push it just the right amount. And so I try to I try to pull the door with with the flick of my finger. Just the right amount so that it will barely click shut. I don't I don't want to slam too hard. I don't want it to be left open. Although I'm not going back whichever. But that feeling, probably I'm probably 40% of the time where I can get it to close just right and uh that's pretty good that's pretty good but another joy of of my life um i guess we'll we'll, we'll kick this out right um right off the gate here uh right out of the gate but I, i'm i'm gonna um i'm gonna pause my my, my lotus my living lotus therapy sessions for, I I don't know if indefinitely is right. I have one more kind of to wrap up on March the 4th. And in large part, this is because I'm i I'm a tennis coach now. That's right. I'm assistant to the tennis coach right now, but, um, but starting in the fall, I'll be the, be the head coach. So I'm, I'm learning quite a bit, but, but that means that all of my afternoons are, are taken pretty much and, Uh, So the four o'clock spot, which is where I, where I was doing my, my sessions, but, but it's also come to a, you know, we've, we've been talking, Sarah and I have been talking uh, Sarah, my, my therapist person that maybe we're getting to a point where it might be okay for a, a pause anyway. Again, I don't know if indefinite is the right word. Um, But, uh, but, but yeah, uh, so, so yeah, let's let's have a little tea time with with mara here right out of the gate for those of you who are just joining the podcast um, very briefly you know the 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 buddha invites mara inside the tent like it's uh it's the the, the negative the evil or whatever um, the trickster or, or so to speak and and his attendant tries to keep him outside but but the buddha says come on in and let's have tea together and so this is kind of a a recognition, a conversation with my shadow um, that I've tried to do for these 13 months um, that I've been in fairly intense um, therapy sessions, uh, usually twice, probably on average about twice twice a month. But But kind of where I'm at is thinking about this in terms of sadness. That seems to be the... The, the the hidden like the underlying part of me that that has been protected you know if 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 you if you look at it through a, a family systems therapy type of lens where there's these these different parts of me that try to defend and I've got all these defenders like anger and rage and um, uh, anxiety and shame and I've got a lot of defenders. Um, vanity i mean they're all there and and yet what they're protecting against is this profound profound sadness and and, and it could be that there are others that are that are you know uh, hidden but but this seems to be the the main thing so i've i've been thinking of of sadness a, a thread you know um and certainly the 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 major player is the, the the trauma that I experienced, you know, when I was a kid, and the the things that come from that, and in addition to that, the many failures that I have experienced, the addictions that took too long, you know, to break. Although um, my self judgment and and self loathing, <laughs> which is kind of there, uh, my real need for approval. And the physical reaction that I get to, to criticism, and it, it isn't um, It isn't that I think I always do things right. I, I wish I could ma- you know, make you believe that or, or whatever, but like I do have a physical reaction, a gut reaction to criticism, um, which, is, which is why I've gotten off of Facebook. Even when it's not directed at me, if it's a a criticism of town policy, especially on Facebook, where people can just hide behind the stupid thing, you know. And so being on Facebook has just been a great thing for me. I I got back on just the other day because Hannah's Coffee has made an announcement that they're coming to town. And so I kind of wanted to see what the comments were. And even just the, yeah, even some of them just gave me that feeling in my gut. And I don't want that anymore. My my desire to lead at the at the Broad River Church that we were a part of for so long uh, during the second life and that tremendous loss that occurred in the aftermath of all of that and and that I still wrestle with the the loss that uh, of, of something that, that just felt in my grasp like this purposeful you know like i don't know i guess i need to to really try to flesh out what it was that i felt was in my grasp it wasn't the leadership role it, it was the substance it was the essence it was the beauty of what that community tried to you know reflect and, you know, it was not. It was not unique, but but it was rare. Um, and and that whole lack of control. You know, like uh, these are things I'm, I'm wrestling with and have been wrestling with. Like like you know, sickness is a huge thing for me, f- for me, and especially f- for my, for my kids when when they're sick or the thought of them being sick and, um, that really takes a toll on me it's that same physical reaction that i feel towards criticism and that's an interesting thing i i I really encourage you if you don't to uh, like notice your body notice and that's been a huge change for me to notice what my nervous system is doing and then to kind of embrace it and and wonder about it you know being curious and and not judgmental. So, um but yeah, I've I've never had control in in many regards like in in some senses because of this split fractured nature that that I've experienced and maybe that everybody experiences, but but certainly that I've I've experienced these parts of me that I've pushed to the side and, and held at bay and and hidden and covered up for, for so long. Um, but, but, but I couldn't successfully, um, push them out of consciousness, you know? And so I tried for so long with, with, with different addictions and, and such as that and, and, and other accomplishments and and whatever it was, but, but never successfully. And so there's that, that idea that, that reality that I've never really had full control Um, which again, fuels that frustration and, and I've overcompensated in a lot of ways. Like I'm not an overbearing parent, but like I am, I want to make sure that I can do everything for them. I want to try to fix all of their problems. And, and, you know, in the past 13 months, I've, I've really made strides with letting them be them and me be me. And of course, I want to help. Of course, I want to parent, you know, but um, that's been a big deal, I think, for them too and uh, for for each of us to have our own, our own agency. And so I, I do overcompensate, you know, I um, but, you know, it, it's not all bad. Like one of the ways that I overcompensate is I love to clean the driveway. I love to, uh, you know, vacuum or, you know, those types of things because I see, that there, you know, was an issue and that I can solve it right away. And so that it's not all bad, the overcompensation. I mean, there there's some really amazing things, I think, that, that come from uh, my desire, my longing to be in control, um, planning great trips and being thoughtful about, you know, uh, words of encouragement and, you know, whatever, like... Being sympathetic and empathetic, um, so yeah, but there's there's some things, and and that has informed the way that I lead. It is in it is informed the way that I'm that I'm a teacher, and the way that I'm a mayor, and a dad, and a you know a husband, and a friend. I hope, although I'm coming back out of that hole, but um, yeah, I do. I have this longing. I have this longing for the good and the true and the beautiful that I, I don't. I want to escape the sadness, and I'll I'll speak to that in just a second because that's not really um, the longing, you know. But but I I have this this desire, and it, it's it's why I like the movies and the books that I like, you know. It's why I like movies and books that touch on the human factor on the human condition that speak to it that that describe it that that draw you that draws you into it um and i i've i'm working on this intense desire this get up and go you know this, this this desire to just march let's go and uh but you know towards changing the world and but man, the the limitations are are daunting, um, and and sometimes paralyzing. the The systems of this world are enormous, and powerful, and mind numbing, and it seems as though a tiny pebble in the bucket of life, making the smallest ripple, really. It makes it difficult to believe that that's a real thing, but you gotta believe, y'all. You know, and be love. I'm I'm worried. You know, I'm 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 still worried that people that people judge me, um, that that they know something you know about me that I don't know, and uh, that's a thing that I've been working through as well. Uh, and and I think I'm coming on to the other side of that. And so, you know, ultimately this this thread of sadness, you know, and what it comes down to is I don't I don't want that for you. I don't want that sadness for you. I don't I I certainly don't want it for my kids. But the 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 healing that I that I can sense is that now I understand it's not the sadness. It's the attempt to suppress the sadness that's what i don't want for them i don't want them to live in um a fractured way you know i don't want them to try to push away things that may be deemed undesirable or unattractive or you know unworthy maybe by our by our social construct by our society um I want them to be sad, you know. I do, because there are things that are worth being sad about, and um, I, I I believe in that mystery of of death into life. I do. Um, so I'm learning to recognize the difference between uh, the sadness and the attempt to suppress the sadness, and and again, it's my willingness to accept and more than accept it embrace that sadness that's leading me towards at least more completion i don't know that we reach wholeness um on this side but but maybe maybe we do uh but but yeah that was a a good time tea time But Yeah, I, I I'm I'm a tennis coach and uh that's been pretty awesome in the first couple days. Um the head coach this year coach Peeler he he was out of town. Um out of country actually. And so I I got to run the practice a little bit but um it's been great getting to know the guys. We got 15 guys out there, a ton of freshmen. Um my boy is is one of them and he's going to be in the top 2. Um he and Carter who is another freshman and they'll be battling each other for the next for the next 4 years and it's going to be amazing to watch. Um I just really do love the game and it was something I was watching them play the other day and and Isaac is really talented. My kid is really talented and he's got a great forehand, a a good enough backhand. His serve is inconsistent but but effective when he gets it in. And he's just really quick and agile and he can get to most balls. Um, and and hit him back, and that frustrates a lot of players at this level. Um, and, but but he was playing a couple days ago, and he was holding back. He wasn't he wasn't going for his full shot, and he was playing not to lose, and he didn't, and it wasn't even close. And so maybe his strategy was was effective, but I I, I talked to him. Because I, I was thinking about it, like, why do we we do that in life, you know? Like, why don't I go ahead and play the shots that I know I have? Because I'm afraid I'm going to hit it into the net, you know? I'm afraid I'm going to hit it out. I'm afraid I'm going to lose a point or maybe even the match. And, and, and metaphorically, you know, like, I'm afraid that somebody is going to judge me or that they won't give me their approval or that I will fail or that I will feel sadness. Um, but, but I, I want to live, you know? And so I, I'm not saying there aren't times to hold back and play defensively to, to hold the line. Um, but, but more and more, I don't want to hold back my shot. I want to, I want to be live, you know? And so we, we changed our, um, refrigerator mantra, uh, for the, for last season, it, it was, uh, Chris Stapleton, um. Nobody Wins, Afraid of Losing, uh, from the song Starting Over. And this time, I'm taking it from The Who, although we've really been listening to Acoustic Syndicate's version, uh, Who Are You? But, but of course, that's The Who. And the the question says, Who Are You? And then it has two blanks for your name, but in the middle it has effing, you know? Just like Ron Swanson would say, I'm Ron freaking Swanson. And so I... I do want Isaac to know that he's Isaac freaking Thomas and I left it blank so that it's anybody that looks at it. Um, You know, it's like uh, Whitman says, I too am untranslatable. I too am untamable. I sound my barbaric yawp over the rooftops of the world. And I believe it's Einstein who says, be a voice, not an echo. And I don't mean to insinuate that you just go off willy-nilly and say whatever you want to say and not be considerate of other people. Uh, A a quote I read, I believe, in The Maniac, which is a phenomenal book, um, that said questions are the true measure of a man. And so there's still a humility. I don't mean to say that you believe that every shot you have is better than anybody else's shot. Obviously, Isaac can't beat Novak, you know. Um, Isaac's not going to beat most of the or or many of the players in the conference because they're going to be really good and more than freshmen. So it's it's not to say that you just believe in yourself and you do everything because you're better than everybody else. No, of course not. But belief nonetheless in who you are. But anyway, take a deep breath here. I've been thinking and changing gears changing gears uh thing i didn't even have on here isaac's been doing driver's ed uh the driving part and i'll tell you about this epic dad fail uh i don't even have this as unscripted here but um isaac never really has driven much uh you know we let sydney drive a little bit and just down and up the driveway and things like that and sand to uh, and so that when they got into the a car for driver's ed, they were relatively familiar with how the thing worked. And, and then we realized Isaac had never really been behind the wheel. Um, and so I wanted to, to give him a little practice to kind of shake off the nerves some. And so I had him, I, we were going to take, just take a lap around the neighborhood here. And the first thing I had him do was back up out of the driveway, which i was a stupid thing for me because backing up is difficult and at meanwhile, like I'm telling him to look at the backup camera, and he doesn't know how to exactly use his hands very well. He's obviously nervous, doesn't want to take his hands off the wheel, You know, isn't sure how hard to push the pedals, is a little too firm on the brake. I'm like, yeah, look back and make sure. The backup camera beeped as though someone was coming, but it was a false positive. And so there wasn't any cars coming, but then I'm like, you got to look both ways, and you got to. And I'm just telling him all this stuff. And anyway, he backed up a little too quickly, and we, we kind of ended up in this shallow ditch across the road. And, yeah, he was not about driving life after that, and we had to take a little break. But that was uh, I had to do some real apologizing for putting him in that situation. However, he is three-fourths of the way done with driver's ed. He's a huge fan of cruise control as he got to drive on the highway today. Not a big fan of city driving, but, hey, neither am I. And I'm 46. Um, So, yeah, you know, changing gears. I think I'm going to make bookmarks for every one of my students, or at least my AP students. And I think I can do that. I think I can just laminate some paper. You know, that's all I got in mind. But, like, with a nice little quote on there. But I need to put that on there before I laminate it. So that's going to be tricky because lines and and things like that aren't my forte. So they might not be exactly rectangular, but I could poke a little hole up there and like make one of those little tassels. That could be a thing. They would cherish that, wouldn't they? And I've been uh, reading. Uh, I've been on a tear. I think I'm eight books in, maybe nine uh, in 2024. I, I've I've read some really good stuff, and but but I'm feeling a little bit stuck. North Woods was the last one I finished that I was really glad about, and and then I started reading this one called Martha. I'm sorry, called The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck. It's a it's more of a psychology self help type book. I thought it would be good for me, but I I think a lot of this stuff um, is what I'm doing in, um, in my living Lotus sessions. And so mm, I couldn't quite get going in it. And then I started this one by Ed Yong called an immense world. And I'm going to try to jump back into it, but it's about how animal senses work and, and the world that that reveals to us. But it's, it's it's not quite the narrative that I was, the narrative doesn't hook me. It's so far, it's just a lot of information and maybe I just need to give it a little bit more of a chance. I will try that tomorrow. So I've just been I've just been looking at all the different lists, you know, like best books of twenty three and twenty two and what does Obama think? And I just don't I just if it's Good Morning America or Reese's book club, I somehow feel like I want to avoid that because I'm not really I'm definitely in my middle aged woman phase, you know. I'm not in for just like a romantic comedy book. I want it to touch humanity, you know, like um, like all these books I've been reading. Oprah's book club really hasn't let me down too much, and I really need her to make her first recommendation of 2024. But anyway, if, you, if you've got some... If you've got some... Some ideas. This the one called Midnight Library. I've almost bought it a couple times. I'm gonna go to the used book store tomorrow or sometime in Shelby and look around and see what they got. Um I I've, I've been watching some movies. I, I've been battling this winter sickness that everybody's got. I've been fighting it off pretty good. Last weekend I was I was feeling pretty rough and feeling the a little bit of it right now, but but I woke up last week and really didn't even want to get out of bed. So I just uh I watched Romeo and Juliet from 1996 with Claire Danes and Leo DiCaprio and, and you know look when I was in high school Claire Danes and I are basically the same age and so um, when I was in high school, you know, my so called life was on on MTV. So I've you know, Claire and I've had a relationship for a while now. And of course, her and Romeo and Juliet is just wow. She's just it's it's amazing, and that that brought back like a lot of nostalgia for me. But it also is just a really really good movie. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, the interpretation of of the story is really fantastic, and I mean, I was I was in it, man. I was like, I was really, I was almost teary eyed, man. Okay. But then I also watched uh, Oppenheimer because it came out on Peacock and they say all the good things about it. And it was really good. And I've been reading these books like The Maniac and, and the other one by Labatut. Labet, Is that his name? Um, That wrote The Maniac. And of course, I read Einstein and I've been watching Big Bang Theory. So I, I know a little bit about this physics world. Um. And, but, but Oppenheimer was good it was good but it didn't like blow me away but I'll tell you what did and that was dune I watched it as well last weekend and am excited to go to the theater and watch dune too maybe when the boys get home from boone for spring break um, my, uh, my, my my cousin my cousin passed away and 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 that was a that was a sad thing but but he had been struggling for a little while and so again you know just like my old man six moons ago i'm there's a there's a big part of me that's just glad that they're at rest but I, I gotta tell you like this guy that gave the eulogy at the at the funeral was talking about the friendship that my cousin and he had and and he got to tell him this story about this guy who got a phone call and and the other guy on the line says uh Hey, I just killed my wife, and I'm uh, thinking about taking my own life. You know, I might need you to come over. And so the guy got in his white Bronco and drove over. And then, of course, it was about OJ. And the guy's name is Al Cowling's, and I didn't even know about this. You know, I didn't even know there was another guy in the Bronco. This has all happened in the '90s too, right? But it, it was just a bizarre thing at the funeral for for this guy to say that you know my that my cousin was a friend to him like a man who would come and help you out if you had just <laughs> murdered your wife. But anyway, I don't know why I wanted to tell you that. Um, let's switch to music and, and not too much left here for this Friday night edition. Um, uh, it's, it's Sarah's birthday coming up uh, next week. And so she's been in Greensboro area having a big time with her college girls. So I'm uh, I'm back here in the nook while Sid and Isaac and all their ruffian friends are making all the noise in my living room. So uh, it was a good time for for episode 83 here. But uh it, it's a it's a it's a time of music where, you know, actually Fish is playing down in Mexico and this is night 3 of 4. And so I'll be listening to to that recording tomorrow morning from tonight because live fish app does that for you for 10 bucks a month and it makes me glad. But I've been you know I haven't really listened to much fish since New Year's since I ran those back and and so I've been trying to listen to some new stuff. Oh what's the guy's name? Zach it's not the Zach the Zach Bryan band. You know uh and he's got some pretty good stuff. I got into, ta- I'm not into Taylor Swift's music, but I was for the Chiefs, you know, just because I like to see them, the, the MAGA melts from them thinking that she's a, a psyop, but but whatever. Um, man, there's so many angry men running for office. Why is everybody so angry? Why, what is all this outrage? I, oh, man. Like, is it, I just don't think most of it's real. That's my thing. Like, I know there's some things to be outraged about. I mean, come on, man. But anyway, um, so uh, Noah Khan, is that how you say his name? I don't know. I try to listen to him some, but so far I haven't really landed on anybody that anybody that I want was too new. And so we we had this conversation about Dave Matthews and what the best studio album was. And so I've been listening to a lot of album Dave and trying to dig into some of his stuff that I haven't listened to before. So that's, that's like new. I'm going to have to join the Avit guild uh, because we're, we're planning to go to Red Rocks next summer, summer of 25. Um, And so I want to try to get in on those uh, early tickets. Um, So I'll probably be joining the Avit guild sometime later this fall and early, late summer, I guess, early fall. I think the Avits are playing in Charlotte May the third, fourth, or fifth at a at a city festival. So I'm excited about that. And of course, I'm often looking at rumors for Fish Tour coming up there at the Sphere soon, and that'll be a thing. One of my friends is going out there for the four nights, and I can't wait to hear about that. But the rumor I'm excited about is is maybe a Deer Creek rumor uh, in Noblesville, Indiana, which is where I kind of started this fish obsession this three fish part two for me you know uh, early 90s and then now the 2020s but yeah if that that happens in early august i'll definitely be heading up but um i uh i don't have too much of an update on my tattoo i'm definitely going to get the three suns i think i told y'all about that so i'm not going to rehash it but I do want Essequan Videri in there. I want to try to figure out a way to put the lotus leaf, the lotus flower in there, but I'm not sure how to fit all that together. But I think I have decided. Um, I I saw a really, um, I saw a a forearm tattoo on someone that I thought was really awesome. And so um, those forearm tats are are really nice. Um, Especially this one that I saw, but um so I think that's what I'm going to do probably on my right one because my other one's on my left shoulder but I will tell you that I got some tea tree Paul Mitchell shampoo for myself and I will go out of my way to change up my shower routine just to shampoo my hair with that and leave it on there as long as I can I mean I just take these big massive inhales in the shower in the morning that is, it's top, it's top three smells forever. I mean, come on, man. And it's got to be that brand. Like, it's got to be the Paul Mitchell, which is too expensive. But, man, it is good stuff. Finally, um, I know it's been like three weeks since an episode. It's been really choppy. Um, I, I just got a new laptop that will be here next week because the laptop that i use is um is the school's and so uh, I don't, you know there's some filters on there and so i'm really hesitant to write my personal stuff on there and it's just difficult for me to write on my phone and but 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 i've got this you know part of part of me you know uh, this new me i guess i want to i do want to do some writing and i want to write my story i want to write Letters to friends. I want to write a journal or sermons, you know, or whatever. You know, I want to write um, things to my kids and maybe even some. Maybe I'm not, I don't know if I'm a fiction guy, but maybe we'll see. Um, so I, I do intend, uh, I think my machine is supposed to be here early next week and. Um, so with, with that renewed focus on writing, then that should give me plenty of things to, um, to ramble on about here at, uh, at The Madness. But I appreciate you coming back, um, even on an inconsistent basis on my end. But um, yeah, I hope you have a great weekend. This has been a Church of Six production. Brought to you by the bucket of life, by the wall of belief, by the token of hope, the magic rock times two, the foundation tower of stone and the rope of relationship. Nothing divine is desperate. May all your circumstances serve to awaken compassion. And as you go, teach peace. Don't forget to believe, y'all. Be live who are you no. grace and peace grace and peace grace and peace my friends